This is another episode of Tombstone Minute, your daily podcast where we discuss at length the movie Tombstone, minute by minute. I'm Rob, and I'm joined by Joe. Still here, still kicking, still ready to break this movie down for all our fans. We're on minute 17, which uh, is essentially the minute where uh, Wyatt Earp meets and talks to Sheriff Behan. Um, I have just one question right away at the beginning yeah. of this, Joe, and I've always wondered it, and I hope you have an answer for it. Why does Wyatt kneel down on the ground right away when he gets off his horse? I'm glad. I, that's actually the second point I was going to raise. Uh, this is just great acting by Kurt Russell. And it might not be acting, because I like to think that this is like the 18th time he's had to get off the horse, and he's yeah. genuinely a sore. But if you look, he first he kind of squats down to stretch out his legs. Now, I know you've never ridden a horse, so you don't really know what it's like. No. Uh, but then later, as he's walking back towards the wagon, he kind of like stretches out his left hamstring or his quad or something like that. Mm -hmm. So he's... Um, he, he's just doing some some great little like like that moment in on the waterfront when um oh I can't remember I I apologize I can't remember the actress's name that stars opposite Marlon Brando oh, she's so famous too she plays Stella that's what <laughs> go ahead is that a joke or are you seriously saying that go ahead <laughs> I, I was actually I wish you just would have screamed out Stella. I thought I I just want an opportunity to do it. <laughs> uh, she dro uh, <laughs> she drops her glove in an unplanned moment, and then Marlon Brando picks it up, and he just kind of really nicely like brushes it off and like folds it in his hands, and it's like this really sweet moment that wasn't planned or anything like that. This okay. is Kurt Russell doing his Brando, just just showing. Hey, riding a horse is tough. Well, Your legs and we get know sore. we know that. You know, he had been on a long train ride from Dodge City, which then he immediately um, beat that little boy up and took that horse, and then uh, you are rode. Like, now he's a little boy. <laughs> he, he stole that little boy's horse. Oh my god! And, and that... your anti-horse agenda is getting out of control. And then he rides, you know, 70 miles. So you're right. I He probably needed to stretch out a little bit. But it is interesting. I also, like, I think you're right that he's stretching. But also part of me thinks he's, uh, you know, maybe trying to smell the silver a little more. <laughs> he's he's already <laughs> begun mining by yes. checking out the road. <laughs> That's why he stopped there. He's like, you can already smell the silver in this town. He's like, it's right here. Oh, no one thought to look <laughs> in the middle of Main Street. Um, we also, in this minute, uh, it's mostly around, like I said, Sheriff Bian, um, who's played by actor John Tenney, who is most known for being in uh, the show The Closer, a show I have never seen, so I have no comment on it, but I will say I found out that he was previously married to Terry Hatcher. Really? Yeah. Huh. Apparently they are How real. How about that? Mm-hmm. How'd that marriage work out? Previously married. <laughs> <laughs> Weird. Another marriage that didn't work out. Can't believe it. Um. Uh, we also find that, uh, uh, you know, we don't quite know the intentions of... Uh, 
of the sheriff here. We do find out he is a man of many hats. Oh, yeah, yeah. It, Which uh, hat that, do you think was most impressive? Well, he's the sheriff, which is obvious. Also the tax collector, mm-hmm. uh, captain of the fire brigade, and um, the most interesting <laughs> one, chairman of the nonpartisan anti-Chinese league, which my only question is, what is the partisan version? Yeah. Like, like the Republicans and Democrats like disagree of which ways they should be racist, and then like this guy's like the Joe Lieberman who comes in is like, listen, guys, there's a third way. Let's focus on what we can agree on. Oh, and just say when you think about the way nonpartisan is used in in politics now, it just almost all good. It's it's basically like like Wall Street people who want everyone to start arguing and just let's just all agree we need to lower taxes and, and cut spending, right? That's just uh, nonpartisan agreement. But I don't want to get into politics here. No, uh, because we're, we're nonpartisan, just like the anti Chinese League. <laughs> also, I read apparently, and I'm sure this will shock you. Uh, the sheriff was not the most honest tax collector. No. <laughs> what? Yeah, he apparently was uh, dishonest about how he took money. Sometimes he uh, sort of grafted a little money off the top. What? Uh, yeah, you know, rough times. Um, do you have any? I'm I'm wondering if you have more to say. Well, here when about you hear show. something that insane, yeah. Now, I mean, obviously, like anti-Chinese, uh, these kinds of racist organizations. I, I I'm certainly well aware of them. Just but. The nonpartisan thing really just made like cracked me up. So I, I tried to find out if this is a real thing. Yeah, and I didn't didn't really find anything like that's actually factual that was all that interesting. But I did find this super weird message board. Oh no! That appear like it, it, it. These posts are only about four, three or four years old. But despite that, it's just like seems like a, an archaic, like the format of it is from like 1997 or something like that. Very okay. weird. And and apparent, some like tombstone historian seems to be holding court there and people asking questions. And uh, someone asked about the, <laughs> the nonpartisan anti-Chinese league. And I thought this is worth reading in full. Okay. Um <laughs> I want I want you to like kind of I, I know I can't totally do this voice but just think of like your extremely serious internet voice okay like the okay. well actually person yep <laughs> the point Man's lots of people miss okay right away what are you because <laughs> lots of people are talking about this nonpartisan anti Chinese league but I, yep. I I digress the point <laughs> lots of people miss is that the league was nonpartisan and therefore obviously fair there we go good start. And I read that sentence and kind of like looked looked down for a second. I was like, I don't like where this is going. Containment of gang activities, <laughs> oriental gambling, nefarious and unseemly opium-related morality was of utmost urgency in Hoptown, which is what they called the uh, area that the Chinese uh, Americans were confined to. And it worked. You don't find the kind of crime today in Tombstone that you find in your fancier locales elsewhere. <laughs> so, <laughs> thanks to the 19th century nonpartisan anti-Chinese league, 
little Tombstone, Arizona doesn't suffer the same kind of gang violence as the south side of Chicago. Uh, what? Oh, um, <laughs> I mean, it's uh, it's that's insane. So that's like from like four or five years ago. Someone... 2013. Wow. Well, uh, so I was I like, was... who's the genius behind this? And it just said posted by anonymous. So I, the hacking always... organization, apparently. <laughs> I always assumed that he was part. He was the chairman of the anti-Chinese league, and he was just letting Wyatt know it's we're nonpartisan, though. So like the official name isn't nonpartisan, but he's just letting Wyatt know that politically that's yeah listen that's no matter what democrat or republican uh the our arms are wide open for for any anti-immigrant racists so all that said we know that um we know that sheriff Bean is the sheriff tax collector captain of the fire brigade and chairman of this uh noted organization uh an interesting moment happens uh in this minute joe and i'm wondering if you saw it i don't know well, Maddie says hi to him, and uh, she does not ask for Lottam. Interesting. Uh, you know, this message board also had a post about her. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> Hold on. Do you think she didn't ask for it because she was new in town? Was she concerned about his status as a sheriff or one well, of the other titles? Uh, she, I think she just hadn't run out of Laudanum yet because she got that, that bottle right before they left. Yeah, that's true. So she's she's okay still. Her headaches are she's, gone for the time being. She's extremely high right she's now. Been, she's been sucking on her finger in that stagecoach for the last six hours. <laughs> uh, Have you looked up what laudanum is? I mean, I know we you, you know that it's an opiate, but like I that was another I part of my research today. Well, we'll save that for another time. But I can say that the, the historian on this... Um, oh man! Message board okay. also has a, an interesting little conspiracy theory that Maddie was not an addict. Okay. Um, the reasoning, and, and I'm I'm paraphrasing here. Good. Basically, <laughs> there's no way Maddie could have been an addict because Wyatt never really let her leave the house. Because we know that drug addicts love to leave the house. <laughs> <laughs> and um, instead, she thinks that Maddie just drank too much and probably OD'd on laudanum. But she's not on, a drug addict. Oh, oh, deed on on alcohol on laudanum. She just had a. She wasn't an addict. She just had okay. a drinking problem and probably OD'd on laudanum accidentally. Oh, oh, okay. That sounds like we're splitting hairs there about someone being a drug addict. <laughs> you know, what she sounds like an addict. Yeah. Uh, I only have one more note on this minute, and it's that the wording here, um. I had always assumed, uh, actually, I had always assumed until this minute-by-minute minute viewing that the sheriff gives him a free place. And I was like, wow, that's crazy that Wyatt shows up and the sheriff just gives him a free place. But after re-watching it, he says, I'll throw in a good cleaning for free. So oh. I'm pretty sure the Earps are still paying for the place, yeah. but that the sheriff said, like, I'll get it cleaned up for you for free. Interesting. Yeah, I wonder. Uh, so they're coming right from, from. Are they coming all right from? Or they're. I guess the three brothers are coming from different places, right? Yeah, I mean. So I, where? I, what? What were they doing to make money before this? I know Wyatt just basically seems like he was a grifter who just <laughs> scammed his way from town to town most of his life. So he's probably. They're probably coming in here with a healthy amount of cash on hand then. 
Yeah, I'm pretty sure that like mostly Earps were just lawmen or marshals of of one order or the other. Yeah. Um, except, I mean, I I I'd I could I could look up what Wyatt says, but I'm sure his Wikipedia entries in Cran. <laughs> I'm sorry for Morgan's. Um, That's gonna <laughs> not Wyatt. Not Wyatt. Um, do you have anything more on this minute? Uh, no, you know, I, 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 I'm, I'm just glad I was able to uncover that gen about, gem about the nonpartisan anti-Chinese league. Yeah. And just, uh, just so clear- you know, uh, an official statement, this podcast, uh, loves our Chinese listeners and Chinese American listeners. And we, d- despite it's, uh, this league's insistence that it is nonpartisan, we think that, uh, w- yep. we abhor their mission statement. I'm pretty sure they had an agenda that not all parties agreed to (laughs) um and we will also not be giving a link to whatever you read because we that should not get any more traffic than what you're i'll I'll, uh if i remember i'll i'll tweet a screenshot of the post if i can find it again (laughs) it was though even just the website like uh it was it was weird i don't know how i found that (laughs) all right well uh it's the end of minute 17 uh we'll be back tomorrow with another minute of uh tombstone minute yep uh you know again we, we we don't mention this every episode but we we do enjoy the interactions uh via email or social media so keep it up everybody yep mm-hmm.